Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Tomatolito Show. And what an awesome fight we had between, uh, and if not awesome, definitely interesting. It was definitely one that had you tuned in round after round. And I'm talking, of course, about the big heavyweight showdown to close out 2020 uh, in the heavyweight division. And that was the match between Anthony Joshua, Kubrat Pulev. And uh, what an interesting flow of momentum. What an interesting way that things were playing out. Um, Let's let's dive right into it. I mean, the story of of the fight was the uh, on Anthony Joshua's side, the uppercuts. Wow, uppercuts in bunches that he managed to land. Um, good jab overall. Uh, that third round was epic. Where that's the positive and the negative. He almost had Kubra Pulev out, and he didn't close the show. And that's one of the one of the criticisms that I started hearing about yesterday. One of the things that I took away from the fight uh, was exactly that. Uh, as soon as that third round was happening, you saw the jab. You saw both of them start uh, fairly hesitant in the first round. Not much action. Second round somewhat continued. Uh, you saw the size difference, as I was telling you. It was going to be. I met. I, I figured it was going to be a bit of an issue for Kubrat Pulev to get in. So he started making attempts at basically lunging forward with the single jab with the single left jab uh he had some success with it early in the fight but not much the story of the fight in the first half of the fight was definitely anthony joshua uppercuts punches power punches significant strikes on behalf of joshua that third round seemed to be pretty epic where he drops kubra Pulev. a lot of a lot of things happen there right at one point uh, he has Pulev against the ropes. Pulev turns his back to the referee and to the opponent walking towards a corner. Um, that was interesting because I think any, any other fight, the referee probably would have waved it. It's almost like a sign of wanting out, uh, turning your back and looking away. Now, nonetheless, they give him the standing eight. He gets back in. He's still talking. He's, he's, uh, he's, uh, Join uh, Anthony Joshua just launching comments, smiling at him, and he gets back in it. And that was a story for me. The big takeaway on behalf of Kubrat Pulev was the heart, the chin, um, that fire that he was fighting with, or at least wanting to stick it out. That it, I learned something new about Kubrat Pulev, and uh, he's not an easy task for anybody in the heavyweight division, whomever that may be in the future. Um, not a lot of boxing on behalf of Kubra. He was very limited in his uh, in his attack. Um, nonetheless, he started having success, and that's where the momentum started switching. Anthony Joshua, when I saw the barrage of punches that he landed, the uppercuts in bunches that he was just landing on Kubra, drops them um, twice. Right, the second time when they end up counting him on the standing eight, uh, that that was a huge round for Anthony Joshua but doesn't manage to close the show. And immediately I start thinking, oh no, he possibly punched himself out and we're going to see a whole Andy Ruiz situation here all over again. Uh, the next round happened. It doesn't look like uh, Joshua was was recovering that quick, not a lot of output on his behalf. And you start seeing Kubra coming forward, start landing. He had some success with that single jab, the single left jab, and uh, and he started landing. 
There was a couple moments where he hit during throughout the fight. There was a couple moments where he hit Anthony Joshua with some significant punches, and you got a reaction and a smile out of Joshua, nodding his head as if it didn't hurt. And normally, as you know, whenever the fighter acknowledges that it doesn't hurt or they jaw back at the uh, at the guy who just landed those heavy punches, then it usually means that it hurt. Hey, good punch. You know, you got me good, but not good enough. Not good enough to take me out. So Kubra had some success. Single jab was the key for him, and uh, lunging forward uh, at times he landed that double jab, uh, all by way of the left hand. Very little success with the uh, with the power right. Uh, nonetheless, he started coming back in the fight, and it almost took Anthony Joshua about two to three rounds to recover and get his second wind, and that led you close to the sixth round, the end of the sixth round, and um, and towards the uh, towards the closing right where he ends up just putting putting Kubra out. Uh, strong straight punches just down the barrel and uh in which he managed to to close the show there against Kubrat Pulev puts him out you start thinking right away at least for me I start thinking how much damage did Kubrat suffer this he is an older fighter at 39 years old who knows what damage uh that did to Kubrat Pulev and how well he was going to recover immediately as uh as the fight is waved off and Anthony's declared a winner they're still both in the ring, and it seems like he recovered fairly quick. He's uh, he's actually congratulating Anthony Joshua. They're smacking gloves. He's celebrating for him, and um, it seems like he was very responsive. So mentally and physically, it doesn't look like he took a lot of damage. It looks like he'll be fine uh, to come back maybe in the next two, three months and against a top-tier opponent. I That was my biggest takeaway, his heart the uh the manage to to stick it out and uh and to continue to find ways trying to find ways the height was a big issue for him the respect for the power that he had for Anthony Joshua even though he was jawing and smiling at Joshua he had the respect because he was getting hurt and he was getting dropped so he hesitated in making his fight and and fighting his type of fight nonetheless it was impressive to see how much he's able to handle and how how live of a dog he is to to be willing to stick it out and and keep pushing forward for Joshua great win right he cements his foot once again as the who's who in the heavyweight division and he's sitting right alongside Tyson Fury that's the matchup that we got to make Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua should be the next big matchup uh, in the heavyweight division to decide who the lineal and the undisputed champion is uh, of the heavyweights in our current landscape. Uh, Anthony Joshua, there was three different versions that I saw of him. I didn't like the clinching. It was almost like a, like a, a la Klitschko, uh, where he's he's punching and grabbing. Uh, it was a quick jab and grab. Anytime Pulev tried to go forward, it was a quick grab, a quick clinch. And um, it it was just that started kind of bothering me about AJ. That's not I'm not accustomed to seeing him do that, uh, and it seems like that was around the times that he was um, where he was gasping or at least trying to recover and catch his uh, his his second wind, let his second wind kick in, and um, I didn't like that at all. The way he started, he started a little bit slow, but it's understandable. It's a full year layoff. He hadn't fought since last December against Andy Ruiz. Uh, nonetheless, he got into the groove of things. By the end of the second and the third round, he started finding his groove and back at it. The one problem I have with Anthony Joshua is that barrage that he's not able to close the show against 
this better opposition. This is the top tier opposition that he's continuously facing now. And maybe it worked with the lower ranks, with the lower rank fighters as he was making a name for himself. These guys are starting to, to withstand that type of punishment. They got better chins. They got a lot more heart. They got a lot more guts. And, uh, and his, his, his barrage of punches, although it was very impressive in his early stages in his career against this type of opposition, if he punches himself out again, he's going to be in trouble. And he seems to do it just going all out without any measure, trying to get the opponent out. And then it's the, uh, oh boy, this guy's still here. And then he's struggling to, to get back out there because he punches himself out. I saw signs of that flashes of what happened in that first fight against Andy Ruiz. And, uh, so there was three ways, you know, the way that he ended up winning the fight, similar to the way that he controlled the fight against Andy Ruiz in the rematch last year. And that's the way that he had success early in the fight. And, towards the end of the fight, the latter part of the fight, before he closed the show and uh, and knocks out, puts away Kubrat Pulev. Now, you see the clinching and grabbing, and that's most likely because he was he was out of out of breath. Uh, he punched himself out a little bit there to try to get Kubra out. That's going to be a downfall for him with Tyson with Tyson Fury. If he tries to do pull that thing on Tyson Fury, you know Tyson Fury's durable. And even if he's able to put Tyson Fury down on the mat once, Fury's going to get up. I don't see him getting stopped. Plus, the height and the reach advantage would be on the Fury side. So he would have to have a near boxing match and a a boxing display, much like he did on the rematch against Andy Ruiz, not willing to fight in the pocket, not willing to engage the power, but fight from the outside and fight a smart fight. If he punches himself out against Tyson Fury, he's going to get picked apart. Tyson Fury, to me, although Joshua has very good boxing, Tyson Fury, to me, is the better of the two boxers. And... What an awesome way to close 2020 in the heavyweight division with a setup of what could be Joshua and Fury next. That is the fight to make, and I hope we don't get anything less. I hope that's the fight that we get next. Um, By that same token, let's look at the rest of the heavyweight division because this matchup sets up the rest of the heavyweight division. We have some big matchups. If I was to be the matchmaker, Kubrat Pulev to me would be a perfect, perfect opponent for Deontay Wilder. Stop trying to do the Wilder Fury 3. Let's get Joshua and Tyson Fury right next in the ring and figure out who the man, who the lineal, the undisputed champ at the heavyweight division is and who's the one that owns that throne. Um, Let's finish that debate. Let's let them get back in the ring. Deontay Wilder, Kubrat Pulev, Pulev having two losses, both by way of stoppage, one to Klitschko and now recently to Anthony Joshua. A perfect opponent for Deontay Wilder. I would actually give a little bit of the advantage to Kubrat Pulev by way of boxing, uh, especially if he attacks the same way, which I would see that he would have a similar attack, very similar to what he tried with Joshua because of the height difference and the reach difference that Deont- it would be favoring Deontay Wilder. Kubra would have to attack similarly by way of the single jab and the double jab trying to lunge forward. And um, and he most likely would have Deontay's not one to be uh clinching a lot, uh, not on the defensive. Usually Deontay tries to clinch more on the offensive, more so than the defensive. And I think Kubrat would end up having success with that overhand right and the power right that he wasn't able to, to, uh, to successfully land and hurt, uh, Joshua consistently, uh, last night. Um, nonetheless, Deontay Kubrat would be a perfect matchup for both, uh, 
that would be an awesome fight to see. Also, Yusek got mentioned yesterday. Alexander Yusek, uh, he's already cementing his uh, his place uh, in the heavyweight division. I would love to see Usyk against uh, Joe Joyce, who's coming off that awesome victory against Daniel Dubois a few weeks back. Joyce and Usyk had some unfinished business from back in 2013. I believe it was 2013 when they fought each other in the World Series of Boxing. At the stage in which both fighters find themselves in right now, they're at that heavyweight peak for each of their careers. This would be a perfect time in the next few months to get Usyk and Joe Joyce. Um, also, Andy Ruiz. Andy Ruiz, I would love for him to set up a fight against King Kong, against Luis Ortiz. That would be the perfect fight for both of them. That would be a pick em fight. It would be a, betty, a better's dream. Uh, the who's who, where do you put your money on that fight? Rather than Andy Ruiz being set to, to fight and come back, it didn't happen. It hasn't materialized this December against Chris Ariola. That would be, although a good uh, tune-up fight for Andy Ruiz, I don't think he needs a tune-up fight. Just get back in there. A perfect opponent would be Luis Ortiz, in my opinion, and, uh, and that would be an awesome fight. You got you got the power and a boxing, uh, boxing for boxing aficionados. That would be an awesome, awesome fight to see. Both of them have good boxing. Reach would favor Luis Ortiz, and uh, but the the speed, the hand speed, and the boxing skill, I think, would slightly favor Andy Andy Ruiz. Um, that would be an interesting fight, a pick'em fight. Uh, who else? Daniel Dubois. Luckily, there was a there was mention that he may have uh, taken some severe damage to that to that eye should he have continued with against Joe Joey. So lucky for him that he did take the knee and that he uh, bowed out of the match. The The upside is for him right now, and all depending on what type of opposition he picks next, I think an awesome fight for Daniel Dubois to bounce back would be against up-and-coming prospect, that Cuban fighter, Frank Sanchez. Awesome, awesome display of boxing that he does. Good pedigree, uh, good pedigree fighter, good boxing on his behalf. Dubois, Frank Sanchez would be an awesome, awesome fight as well. So the, the heavyweight division, uh, the... We're starting to see it break up. The landscape is so exciting with the, the matchups that we could have here in the coming future. Dillian White, Pavekin also set for the rematch in what was an amazing fight this past summer. Um, man, I mean, the, the heavyweight division is at an all time best right now. And, uh, it's been, it's been a while since we, I've been this excited about the heavyweight division and not just myself, but you name it, the, the fans, the boxing fans, the aficionados, the hardcore fans. Uh, this is an awesome time for the heavyweight division. These matchups, if I was a matchmaker, that would be at Dubois against Frank Sanchez, Andy Ruiz, Luis Ortiz, uh, Wilder, Kubrat Pulev, uh, Joe Joyce, Alexander Yusek, of course, Dillian White and Pavekin are already set to, uh, to fight. And we gotta see. Uh, Joshua Tyson Fury. Let's finish that debate and put it to an end once and for all. Um, with that, I leave you guys. Awesome, awesome fight that we saw yesterday. Some flows. We learned a lot about both fighters yesterday. And I have a whole new respect for Kubrat Pulev. Not being a hater by not giving him much of a chance against Joshua. I just didn't see how he could actually beat Joshua. He ends up losing, of course. The height was a problem. The power was a problem. Uh, that, that reach was a problem for him, much like I anticipated. Uh, nonetheless, I walk away with a new appreciation for his style of fight, for his style of boxing, and, uh, and the amount of heart 
that he uh, steps into that ring with. And for Joshua, he's got to figure out that style. We know what worked for him, and uh, he's got to figure out how to not gas out. He goes all out trying to put these opponents out, but he's dealing with the top tier of opponents now, and they're not going to stay down. They're coming back at him. So if he gasses out against Tyson Fury, I see problems for Anthony Joshua. So hopefully he uh, he's able to mitigate that. Congratulations to the heavyweight division. You have left us uh, yearning for more. And uh, what a great heavyweight closeout uh, for 2020. What a great matchup we had to close out this year uh, and to close out the heavyweight division matchups. Uh, noticeable or notable, I guess. So I leave you guys with that. Thank you guys again for tuning in to the Tomatolito Show. And I have some more episodes coming here in the next coming days. Uh, take care of yourselves. We'll talk soon.